Why are you smudging your saliva all over my forehead? I'm not smudging it. What I'm doing is I'm tracing a cross. I read about this Filipino superstition online, and it says that if someone passes negative energy to a baby, the baby is gonna get this thing called usog. So you have to dab your saliva on the baby's forehead, and wait, this wait, usog. Wait, 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 wait. What? what? You just treated me like a baby? Yes. I'm pretty sure I didn't pass through any negative energy. They directly targeted me. Well, listen. I don't know what you expect of me. Suddenly, people are telling me snake demons, dewatas, anitos, soul world, things like these exist. So I might as well try every single superstition in the books. I'm pretty sure you just wanted to put your saliva on my face. I'm just doing the easiest rituals I found on the internet. All right. <clears throat> Think about it. We have seven thousand hundred seven islands. Each of them have their own dialect, rituals, gods and goddesses. It's not like it's easy for me to figure out which one exactly we need to use. So just hear me out, okay? Okay. But I think they have changed the island count to 7,640. Okay. Actually, or around those numbers. Like, where are you even getting all of this info? I got it from Tumblr. Tumblr? Why don't you contact some of your people, connect me to some Filipino indigenous scholar or something. But for now, all you have is me and my phone. All right? Okay. Why do you have a needle? <sighs> okay, Sachi, you can do this. I can do this. My hands are not shaking. Everything will be fine. Mm, a little confidence would be nice. If you look like you trust me, that will actually give me more confidence. Sachi. I'm playing. I'm playing. Calm down. So. <clears throat> we are doing the Seabit. This is supposed to get rid of bad luck. What I'm going to do right now is take your right hand and I will rub it with palm oil. You look like you're about to cook. I was gonna put some medicinal herbs, but probably not, right? Just in case, actually. Now that I think about it, I have ginger, garlic, malungay, what we call moringa in English. I also have some tanglad. Lemongrass, yes. Wow. I like that as a staple for any soup. A plus Tagalog superstar. You win. My mom made sure my Tagalog was flawless. But it's just not with the herbs. It looks too much like cooking seasoning. I guess your illness is probably a little too strong to be helped by the herbs, eh? So back to the moment that we're having. So I'm rubbing your hand now, yeah? Feels fine because what I'm going to do is Draw some blood. Eh? It says here I'm supposed to prick you where the bad energy is. So tell me, where is the bad energy in you? Where do you think it is? It's not my palm. It's my entire body. Okay, I'll, I'll just do it here because it, it says on this chart that this is acupuncture point number nine, where the heart is. It's, it's the chunkiest part of your hand anyway, so it shouldn't hurt. Let's do it. 
Run, can you please raise your arm a little bit? I just want to see how far the oil runs down. If it's not past your elbow, it means the bad energy is still in you. Look, see, see that? It's, it's not going down beyond your wrist and the oil isn't even that thick. It's really just stopping there halfway. Yeah, I mean, it's a sign, I guess. What does that mean? I guess this means it's not working. The bad energy, it's still in you. Means, are we, are we shocked? No, we're not shocked. I, I just wanted to verify. It's, this is just a verification tool, but it's fine, it's fine. You know what, go wash your hands for a second because I have plan B and this is big time drama. I call this discovery. You mean you made it up? It's a ritual I modified because Sister Starla told me, you know, being a babaylan, it's all about the feeling, okay? My intuition tells me we could use this ritual to figure out more potent clues as to who did this to you, since, you know, you can't seem to narrow down who hates you the most from your family. You know how Ata Starla, she did this thing called the Pagtatawas on you? Remember, it was the thing where the candle wax formed shapes in the water? Don't tell me I'm gonna melt 500 candles floating in my pool. Hear me out. I have this feeling. I'm, I'm getting this energy. I think you need to submerge yourself in the water. You said that based on what? What ritual is this? It's just based on my thoughts, yeah? Here's what I'm thinking. There's something very serene about you wading into the water, being one with all these candles, all that light. Aside from it being really aesthetic, just in general. Because I feel like if you stand there and then submerge yourself, and then I'm here blasting the music of her people, your body will relax and you'll start to emit a certain loose type of energy. And then maybe the candles will float and form shapes similar to the Pagtatawas. They're going to move in response to your energy. The candles, the light, they'll be forming signs similar to how the molten wax did. You just made that up. I made it up based on my research. Listen. What I found is that for a ritual to work, or at least that's what Ata Starla told me, we just have to be really connected with the elements. That's the underlying thread of all our rituals. In this space, you're with water, because you're literally in the pool. You're with fire, because there's candles all around you. We're sitting outside, it's late at night. When you're garden, it's kind of cold. It's a blend of all the elements. It, it's perfect. It's you at your most vulnerable with nature. I know it sounds kind of whack, but it has potential. You have to admit it. Well, I mean, there's some sense in that, but it just seems untraditional. Did you run this by Atistar? No, no, no. She doesn't know. She doesn't know. I'm sure that Atistar will support me. We can just give it a try. If it doesn't work, I can actually read some real, some books or something and then stick to more traditional ways. And uh, do I have to take my clothes off or what? 
I mean, if you want, you can like just directly go into the pool. I don't think it really matters. It's just whatever you're comfortable in. <sighs> I'll just take it off. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Go in, go in. Go in, go in. Yeah. Ang ganap at mahapangyarihang pananalangin ng pagpapadatal. What's that? What are you saying? I don't know what I'm saying, Ren. It's, it's this thing that I saw online. It's called the Great Invocation, but it's in Tagalog. Isn't that some new AG Illuminati thing? I don't know. I, I saw it on babayland.com, so I think it should be fine. Are you Tagalog, though? Even what you're saying. Let a girl do her best. Just get in the water. Get in. Okay. Okay, I'll get in the water. Okay. This is testing me. This is testing me. That did not sound as nice as I wanted. So, backup number two. I'm going to do it in English instead. From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into the minds of men. Let light descend on earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let the plan of love and light work out, and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore her. Ren slowly submerges his head in the water. And you know what? The candles actually move. You're gonna tell me. Of course, Sachi, it's moving, you crazy girl. It's because of the waves. It's because of the water. He's in a pool. So naturally, when a person gets in, the candles will move. I know. What I'm saying is that, believe it or not, the candles move with intention, contrary to the natural currents brought about by Rent's movement. Almost like a river of light changing its course. When Ren rises above the water, he is glowing. Flaming red tongues orbit his being like a man on fire. Ren looks to me for instruction. 
totally unaware that he resembles a man risen from the dead. Some sort of fire Pokemon. I can't believe it myself. I'm kind of just staring at him. He goes in again. Still, although the candles move like they're pulled by some sort of magnet, they're not really forming any shape. I tell Red I'm joining him. He looks at me like I'm crazy when I go in straight into the water in my sweatpants, my shirt. I meet him and we stand in the middle of the pool. When I take his hands on mine, he cocks his head at first and throws me this quizzical look, probably wondering if I'm making some sort of romantic advance. I get it, we're in a pool. It is kind of romantic. I look kind of stunning, I guess, with my wet hair. But he sees something in my eyes that tell him it's not even close. That's not what we're dealing with here. We submerge ourselves in the water and stay in deep for a few seconds. When we rise, droplets of chlorine have cast a cloud over my eyes and blur my vision. And yet I know the light shifts around me. They're not shaping into anything theatrical or even clear that you can pinpoint. There's no snake shape, no evil drawings, but there's no need for that. I see it all in my mind. Ren, I just got off the phone with Sister Starla. I told her about what I saw. Three images just came to me. The first one, hands held and clasped together. The second one, a book with, I think it was by Bayed, flipped over and over and over again like someone cramming for an exam the night before. The third, I don't know, I think the third was a bit blurry, so all I could see was really a camera on a desk. At the start told me that hands held is a symbol of Ugnayan. Do you know what that means? Yeah, I know Ugnayan. Literally translates to connection. Yeah, ties to blood. I think that confirms it's one of your family. Mm -hmm. The second one, a book, very obvious. Usually that represents knowledge, wisdom. She called it Karunungan in Tagalog. Yeah. Wisdom. And because it had my buy-in, I'm sure it means maybe it's one of your family or people who are close to you who know by buy-in, or at least who have an interest about our traditional history, our rituals. Mm. And then the third, I don't know, it's like a camera. So I'm thinking it's related to memories, images, I think it it probably eliminates any of your younger cousins or relatives. They probably don't know by buy-in. I don't know anyone in our generation who actually does. So it's family who knows by buy-in and someone who I was close to growing up. And uh, also there's a camera involved. So, man, this is hard. So you do have family members? I know two people. It's my mom, when 
I was 10 and she died and my aunt. She lives just right around the corner. Be careful not to get caught tonight. If I bump into anyone, I'll just tell them I got lost or something. Well, well. Am I finally gonna get the privilege of an introduction? Amor, this is my girlfriend, Tachi. She lives with me now. Tachi, this is Amor, my sister. Hmm, exactly that. A whole identity built on being just a sister to Ren. Another planet in his orbit. <sighs> Tachi, Amor. Amor would want you to know that she is 27, already a junior partner of Hoffman LLP, one of the city's most prestigious law firms. She graduated from Harvard, summa cum laude, and uh, is a top scorer for, for both the New York and Toronto Bar. And she's the only one who has not entered our family corporation. Yes, the only nonconformist. Isn't it a little bit too much if you call your own of a non-conformist. I'm filling the spaces because you failed to make that clear. Well, why don't you just introduce yourself next time? Sachi, what business is your family in? We don't we don't really have a business. None at all. Um well I'm not really the type to disclose the business of my family. We're a bit low-key like that. As for me, I've been in many businesses, so hospitality as a waitress, gig economy as a driver. I've even been in the delivery business as well. So all very dynamic stuff. I've also been a receptionist for a spiritual counseling and healing studio called The Spirit House. And I also worked as a cleaner and a tutor. Very grueling and rewarding work, but I think the key to all of it is balance. Well, Ren, I have to say, this is so very liberal of you. So very ballsy. I mean, I know the rest of us can make these sort of so-called ridiculously unchecked rebellious decisions. Like, say, me <laughs> trying to be a lawyer instead of joining the business. But you? <laughs> Remember, even I wasn't allowed to socialize with Marcus just because he came from new Shanghai money. Although I gotta give Sachi credit. You do blend so naturally with this type of crowd. Ah, oh, my dear Amor, please. You're pushing it, Ren. I'm trying to help you. Even a river changes its tide. There's certain expectations of us. If you cared about Grandpa's health, you'd keep this on the down low as much as possible. I told Grandpa everything, actually. He knows that I have nothing to offer but my good looks and hard work. He, he just laughed. So, to be honest, I think he could hardly give a damn. As long as Ren's happy, right? Yeah, so I'm gonna end it there because I really want to spare you from Amor Ruiz backhanded compliments and subsequent meltdown. We've all been there. I'm in business school. I've worked in part-time. 
retail, hospitality, everybody thinks they're better than you. There's really no shortage of that. Once you get it in your head, there's no surprises anymore. I think the general consensus about Ren's family is they're fine. They're just normal, complex, at times mildly annoying people. They're all stunning, sure. And they don't have calluses on their fingers, lucky them, because they haven't had a single moment of physical exertion in their lives. And they're totally unaware of the struggles of real working class individual. But I guess, what can you expect? Me, I'm here to work. That's why I'm walking this fast. But at the same time, I'm kind of acting it out a bit. I dilly-dally, peep here and there, and I fake it. Here's the scenario. You see me walking through this massive stately hallway. I really want it to look like there's this new girl. She's at this unfamiliar place. She really has to pee, but she gets lost on her way to the bathroom. Fred and I were thinking, it's pretty easy for that to happen in the Rue estate, specifically in Grandpa R's home because it has 12 rooms or something crazy. And in fairness to me, this is my first time here. Even though Ren and I definitely scanned all the rundown of this floor map probably about five times already. The reason for this covert mission is because apparently Mrs. Eve Ruby Rousseau, the firstborn child of Grandpa R, Ren's eldest aunt, has a room here. She is a 52-year-old blooming woman with two kids, Leo, 25, and Hugo, 30. And they live in the only other building in the Rui estate, just across the tennis court. So there's something going on here because I saw that house. It's also some sort of modern architectural masterpiece with all these you know, planes and angles that are defying gravity. It looks like it was built, I don't know, last year. There's no reason for her to switch from that beautiful home to take up a smaller, not private space at her father's house. I get to Mrs. Eve's room a little too easily. It's making me a bit worried. There's no security, no maids, because they're all at the party downstairs for Ren's grandpa's birthday. And Ren assured me he was going to take care of the security cameras around here. I know, I know, I'm, I should be fine, but because I'm doing something sketchy, I can't help the nerves. I can't shake the feeling that someone is watching me. I get to the place. The door is actually a bit ajar. At this point, the hairs at the back of my arms are standing. It's a little bit too perfect. I'm paranoid at this point. I, I start to think someone must be waiting for me, waiting to attack. That or it's all a trap. Maybe Ren hated my guts and this was all a setup. They're gonna put me in jail for trespassing and no one's gonna believe me. Inside, the room is, how do I say this? Don't get me wrong, it's still luxurious, but it's a bit plain, actually. It's a lot bare than I expected. Almost like a guest room. 
The linens are all white and completely pressed, not even a single butt imprint, a hand imprint in sight. There's none of that personal touch you'd have. No frames, no notebooks, gadgets, plants. It's actually just a bed, an armchair, a writing desk. There's no scent in the air. It's just cold. The only indication that someone was here is this song that's playing in the background. It's hard for me to imagine Mrs. Eve settling for this room. I saw her in the party. That woman is elegance personified. I don't know what her secret is, maybe super intense hydration or some next level Korean beauty secret or a little nip and tug. I thought she was Ren's cousin or something. So I do a little bit more digging because I'm a very thorough person like that. I try the cabinets, quickly go through the drawers. Nothing, nothing, nothing. This woman does not have a single item in this room. It's completely empty. Ren told me she was sleeping here for sure, but there isn't a single sign of life. Even the bathroom, it's as big as my actual, real personal apartment. There's nothing in the deep soaking tub, no makeup, no tissues. It's the walk-in closet that's locked. When I step back, that's when I see this faint yellow glow seeping through the gap beneath the door. When I turn around, there's Ren behind me. He's locking the door. His eyes shine with intent. Blood. If you got all the way here, I want to thank you for listening to The Lost Shaman. I myself am a big podcast fan since time, and so this episode I would love to shout out Hi Nai Podcast. Hi Nai, literally translated to Hi Mom, is a supernatural horror fiction podcast about a Filipina immigrant, Marie Datuin, whose Babaylan or shaman family background accidentally gets her involved in stopping dangerous supernatural events in Toronto. But it gave me enough time to grab what I could. Salt, spices, vinegar, candles, and whatever religious iconography I could grab from my little altar near the door. Then, then the knocking started. Well, I say knocking, but it'd be more accurate to say it was throwing itself against the door. Listen to Hainai on Spotify and find out more at Hainai Pod on Instagram. That's H-I-N-A-Y-P-O-D. And as always, please stay tuned for more Law Shaman next week.